I'm Mallory King, certified trainer and sports nutritionist and creator of the Fit Life Academy brand. After losing 100 pounds, I became obsessed with helping women finally reach their goals through evidence-backed nutrition and brain-based tools. My life's mission is helping you discover that creating food freedom and falling in love with fitness are the greatest acts of self-care. I'm so glad you're tuning in today, and I know you're ready to say yes to your new life of joy, pleasure, and peace. So let's begin. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am finally back in the studio recording a new episode I think I missed last week. And to be quite honest with you, I have been entirely inconsistent with recording this podcast. I went into this venture saying that I was going to record two episodes a week and release them on a schedule. Yeah, that quickly went out the window. And that's okay, because the thing is, we are talking about things that right now, I'm going through in the moment, right? So the last few episodes have been about this healing journey that I'm on with my child abuse and finally confronting that and working through that trauma. So the thing is, is I'm still in the midst of that healing. I'm still dealing with so much happening in that journey. Y'all, just last week, the day before my podcast day. Friday is my podcast day. So last Thursday, I decided to cut ties and end the relationship with my abuser. After 25 years of not acknowledging or confronting or speaking up about my abuse to my abuser, to anyone, right? To anyone for 25 years, especially the perpetrator. And through this healing journey and through the last few months, I, I have decided to confront that person. I decided to. And with this podcast coming out, my abuser listened to the, the episode, the initial episode. I believe it's episode 24. We talked before I recorded that episode. We talked after the episode was sent to that person, and it did not go well. It was not received well. It was gaslighting to the highest degree. So I walked away and that is one week ago, right? So it's been really hard because that person was a big part of my life for a long time. I let that person get away with awful, awful things for a long time and no more. We don't do that anymore. So it has been just a roller coaster of emotions the last year. You know, the year before that, it was just depression. It was just despair. It was just sadness and loss of hope and no sense of self, just that realization that I had no sense of self. And then the year after that, the past year has been just absolute turmoil, but such an example of the extremes of life. Such an example of life, but in such an extreme demonstration where I am going through so many things in the past year and so many different areas of my life that are so intense. And sometimes we're on this side of the spectrum where these emotions are just gut-wrenching. They're just awful to endure. And then there's there's been so many moments as well over the last year and over my life where it's just been awe-inspiring, this feeling of like 
limitlessness. I am so powerful and what I can create and do in my life is just this this feeling of excitement and passion, right? So it's so interesting because we see this polarity of life and it's such a, a beautiful example of how we can't have those good things without the bad, right? I'm experiencing these awe-inspiring moments, these breakthrough moments. I mean, even in just the last week, my husband and I had a huge breakthrough moment in our relationship. I've been with this man for 15 years. We've grown and worked through so much as a couple and as individuals, and still we are growing. That's something that I love so much about us is that we continue to better ourselves and push ourselves. And of course, you know, we go through the ebbs and the flows and the ups and the downs but you know there's there's been things that we've struggled with in our relationship that we're very open about the fact that we are not perfect and that we struggle you know but you show up and you do your best to face it anyways and I'm seeing that in my life right now like I am still so terrified of everything I'm still showing up every day so scared I'm scared of my the perpetrator and what they're going to do with all of this I'm scared of you know what's going to happen with people that I care about in my life as I change I'm scared of what's going to happen to me I'm scared of my financial situation there's just so many changes going on in my life so I'm still terrified and what I've realized is that I've always been this scared little girl I've always been terrified. Like I spent so many years thinking I was this strong, independent woman, and, and I and I was and I am, but I was so scared and I was living in a prison because of that fear. And now, really just recently in my life, I've stepped into this power where I have gone through so much shit. I mean, really, there's not a lot left in life that life can throw at me that I am still scared, but I know I can handle it, right? Like there's just been this shift in me that my husband sees, (laughs) that everyone in my life sees where I am showing up so fucking unapologetically me. And that's not to say that I'm not afraid to take accountability, right? I am very aware that I am a flawed human being like every single other person on this planet. I am the first person to tell you that I fucked up. If I make a mistake, I'm the first person to own up to it and take accountability. Not a lot of people do that. So owning yourself and owning your power and being unapologetic is not saying I'm perfect and I don't fuck up. It's being able to say, I'm imperfect. I do fuck up and make mistakes. I'm going to get this wrong sometimes, but I do really care. I'm a good person with a good heart and I'm just trying my best here. So that's how the fuck I'm showing up to my life now is I'm waking up every day still terrified, but I'm being brave now. I wasn't being brave before. I was strong. I was so strong, but I was holding this this weight that I didn't have to. I put myself through hell for 25 years holding that, having to carry that burden by myself. So now my life has opened up to so much. I have opened myself up to so much love and support and community, and I have so many shoulders to lean on now that I feel the courage and the bravery to open up. And I just want to take a moment before we move into some of the tools that we're going to discuss today for you all. I want to take just a second to acknowledge my incredible team because I would not be here 
today without them. I'm talking about my Fit Life Academy team and the personal village, <laughs> the community that I've created in the last year that I've never had in my entire fucking life, you guys. And I know that somebody is listening to this episode that feels the exact same way I did. You feel alone and you can't quite understand why you feel so alone. Because you have people around you that love you, but you still feel so alone, you know? And I've come to see that I felt so alone because I had this thing, this secret, this part of me that I was not sharing, not letting other people bear that burden with me, you know? So now that I've opened up, I've been vulnerable. I've been brave and courageous to ask for people's help, to lean on other people and to get that support. In combination with the fact that I have really worked hard to find myself, to get back to my roots, to who I was like at a soul level when I came into this fucking world, and all the shit that we've talked about on this podcast and all the things that we're going to continue to talk about, all the programming and conditioning from life, from that moment of coming earthside to now, shedding so much of it that wasn't serving me, that wasn't truly me. And now having this sense of self and this confidence, at least enough, you know, just enough to be brave, to be courageous. And I wanted to take that moment to acknowledge. Hearing your perpetrator, somebody that you still love in a really fucked up way, tell you that this episode, you know, that that episode, sharing my story was pitiful, was pathetic, They told me that they were sorry that they abused me, but literally immediately said, I'm sorry for abusing you, but you need to stop blaming everyone else. The person that I'd protected for 25 years, I did not tell a soul, told me, that I need to stop blaming everyone else when I have built a fucking successful business by myself from scratch. I have created a beautiful, healthy family with my husband and my children and no help from anyone else other than my mother who does everything she can with what she has. And this person wants to tell me to stop blaming everyone else. So last Thursday, I cut that piece of shit out of my life. And I got real fucking angry. Finally, my therapist has been begging me and 
leading me. You need to be angry. And I'm really fucking angry, you guys. I'm really angry. But with that anger, the polarity of it, you know, the other side of anger on the other side of the spectrum of human emotions is passion. And the fire in me, (laughs) this world better watch the fuck out. And if you're a good person, you're good, right? This is all going to benefit you. But if you are a monster, if you are an abuser, you might want to get off this planet real fucking soon. So, as I was saying, I am so grateful that I was able to handle that phone call last Thursday and step away with fire in my fucking blood because I have so many people that do love me and do support me and are so ready to light their fucking match and let's burn this shit down. Let's get into the work. So I want to share with you all the really influential tools that have impacted my journey the most. Really from the start, right? Everything that I've tried, I've done, been trying to heal from this shit for a long time before even the last two years. Anything that was influential, I want to give you those resources. I am learning so much as we speak. So there are some things that I'm not ready to speak on yet because I'm not an expert in that area. And I want to make sure that you guys get everything that you need to succeed. So next week or for the next episode that we release, we actually have a therapist coming on who specifically works with trauma. And she is going to be coming on to talk to us and really talk about some of the things that I've been sharing and how she can pull it together with the work that she does, how she can kind of explain the science behind it and just better better bring in the psychology with the application that I'm sharing with you in my story. So I'm so excited for that. But today I want to be able to share with you the things that just personally worked for me. And so I want to start with the disclaimer of saying, again, this was just what personally worked for me. It's going to be different for you. I've learned so many incredible things over the years and not all of them stuck with me. You know what I mean? Like not all of them just were right for me and that's okay because as you learn all these things, as you hear what I did and as you go and continue your journey off of this podcast and and continue on your own, you're, you're going to figure out what does resonate with you. So don't force things that, that don't feel right to you. Don't feel like you have to do anything that just doesn't sit right with your soul. The first thing that I want to express in this, it's very hard to navigate this episode without talking about a specific book, but it's very hard to discuss this specific book because there is controversy controversy about the book's author. The book that I read in September of last year, and I've read many self-help books, many, many books in this area, But this book in particular was really the catalyst for what has occurred in my life since then. All the incredible growth and transformation and healing that has occurred. And that book is called How to Do the Work. And it is by the psychologist on Instagram called the holistic psychologist, Dr. Nicole 
lepra, I believe. I should have looked that up to confirm. The reason why I have been hesitant to share this is that there is controversy about the author. There have been claims made, and and I want to disclaimer this as much as I possibly can. I was made aware about the claims against Nicole after purchasing the book. And so I was very, very, very sad to hear those claims, started to try to do some Googling and dig into it, and I did have a hard time. But I have heard the controversy surrounding her in the psychology and healing and all that stuff, like that community. So I want to just ensure that I always, when I speak to this book, always speak to the fact that, listen, I read the book and it helped me. I did not, if I had known that there were things going on, if, if she, she was, these, these claims that I've seen, and again, I have not done enough research to be able to speak to what had occurred, right? The type of person I am, if a claim is being made, this is something that needs to be incredibly serious, taken incredibly seriously to where I do not feel comfortable coming on this podcast and, re- and recommending Nicole to you without discussing those claims so that you can decide for yourself, so that you can make an informed decision. Do you want to purchase this book or do you want to find a different book? And so what I want to do is make sure that I'm giving you other books and resources as well. So what we're going to do is put some books in the description um, for you. We're not going to put how to do the work at this time. I cannot recommend financially supporting that at, at just at this time because I'm not well informed on what had happened. So I'm going to put some books that I have vetted as well possible. If new information is brought to me, if somebody has a recommendation that they've vetted that they want me to look into, please let me know because it is never my intention to discredit the Black, Indigenous, people of color, anybody at all that is making a claim of being in a situation where they should not be, where they're being disrespected. And again, I do not know the full story, so I cannot speak on it to this podcast, but I have to start speaking about this. I have to start with that information. So moving forward, yeah, I read the book. I I believe it was September of 2022. So at this point, what, that was like nine months ago. And before I had heard that stuff, I, sh- I actually posted a picture of the book on my Instagram story. And that's when I was made aware, hey, you might want to look into these claims that were made. And yeah, I had not discussed the book publicly since because of that, because that does concern me. Anyway, but I had already read the book and that, that book really taught me a lot. The thing is, is that what she talks about and teaches in the book is not exclusive to her. It is information that people have been studying and talking about long before her and, you know, in all sorts of different cultures from different races and backgrounds and religions. So it's certainly nothing that is, um, and from my understanding, exclusive to that book. And you can find those resources and the other tools that we will share with you in the description, as well as going on your own journey. But for me, that book really helped me understand myself a lot more. It helped me really understand my nervous system. I think that was the biggest impact that that book gave me was nervous system regulation as well as boundaries. Those were the two things I really appreciated. So 
as we move on with this episode, we're no, no longer going to focus on that book in particular. We're going to focus on things that maybe that book kind of sparked the the my understanding and journey with the these tools, but we're just going to focus on the, the tools itself. So yeah, learning about my nervous system was huge for me in the beginning of this healing and facing this trauma because for my entire life, I had struggled so much with anxiety. I had struggled since I was 12 years old. I was diagnosed. And I think I talked about that in in that podcast episode where I shared my story. I mean, my family was putting me, you know, to see a psychologist and to, to figure out putting me on medication, concerned about my mental health. And it's like, well, look at what environment she's in right? What, what's happening, the chaos that's happening around her. So what I've come to learn is that my nervous system was extremely dysregulated. And so let's talk about what that means. So you have two nervous systems. You have your parasympathetic and your sympathetic nervous system. So you're either existing in one or the other at any given time. Now, the parasympathetic nervous system is the passive, frick, I I get them confused, the parasympathetic, yes, okay, so I'm going to, see, I get them confused still, so I'm going to give you a hack. Parasympathetic, I remember, it's the passive positive one. So parasympathetic is, the. it's called rest and digest. It's when your nervous system is calm and relaxed. It doesn't feel, um, it doesn't feel, there's no heightened alert. It doesn't feel like it needs to be on alert. So sympathetic nervous system is if you've heard of fight, flight, uh, freeze, or fawn response, which usually you hear it as the fight or flight response, but fawning and freezing are two things that have been added to that in the recent years in psychology. So sympathetic nervous system, yeah, that's when you you feel this sense of, you know, something is, I'm not safe, right? And what has happened to people that have dealt with trauma and have started to exist in this dysregulated nervous system, right? Like I was never really able to allow myself and get my nervous system back to that baseline, back to parasympathetic, back to rest and digest. Like, are you somebody that feels like one of two things? One, let's talk about the rest side of rest and digest. One, do you feel like you are just never fully rested, right? Like you wake up from eight hours of what should have been great sleep, and you wake up and you still feel groggy, you know, you've got the brain fog, you just don't have energy, you don't want to get out of bed, you feel low, right? And then you go through your entire day continuing to feel that way. Maybe there's a little bit, pockets of a little bit of energy, but overall, you never truly feel rested. The other side of it is people that always feel restless. They can never rest. That was me. I, honestly, I existed basically in, in both of those things because I was always in the sympathetic nervous system, because my nervous system was always heightened. It was always prepared for a threat. I am. I was always on call, always watching around my surroundings to see if there was something that was going to threaten me, going to threaten my children, whatever it was. Like total, like mom, like the lioness watching over the cubs, ready to fucking pounce. So it, always being in that nervous system meant that I was either always restless, so constantly feeling like I had to keep busy, you know, like have to do something, do something, do something or never feeling well rested, right? Trying to rest and just it never filled up my cup. And then so the other part of a parasympathetic nervous system, you rest and then digest. So the digest side is something that's really interesting 
because this is something that's so new. It's still being, it's not well-researched yet. We really don't know yet what the hell is happening with our guts. And so there's tons of theories. There's tons of research that we are doing. It's, I'm, 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 my opinion, my theory, and, and again, I can only theorize, I'm always so upfront about like, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna give you my opinion based on the knowledge that I have. My opinion is it's in part the food that we eat, the things that are put in our food, some of the things, there's a lot of things we don't need to be fearful of. I am not one to fear monger about food, about additives and stuff like that. There are a lot of them we do not need to fear, but I think that most of us are not properly digesting because one, the quality of our food, especially in America, if you live in America, has declined. But two, we are all stressed the fuck out. We are constantly stressed the fuck out, right? So if we're all in this sympathetic, this high, high alert, just ready, ready for the next fucking mass shooting, ready for the next, you know, black man to get killed by a police officer, ready for the next, what's the next fucking thing going to happen? We're just all, ah, you know what I mean? So we're not, our guts are all fucked up. We're all fucked up, you guys. All of us, I truly believe that. Like, you know, most of us, there's always exceptions. Some of us have been enlightened and I'm trying to get there. Like, let's do this. I'm gonna be the next Buddha. Oh God. But anyway, so yeah, we, you, us, we've been existing in this fight, flight, fawn, or freeze response. And learning all of this is the first step to change, right? Like just having the awareness of it. So reading this information and being like, oh my God. And this is all, these are all things that obviously through working through my anxiety over the years, I learned about, you know, my nervous system and how my body responds to things and how, you know, my, I've become just so heightened from some of the things that I've gone through. Like I always knew that my anxiety and depression was a a symptom of my environment, you know? So all of those things made sense to me, but really it just has clicked over the last year. It has clicked in the fact that, okay, yeah, I need to be an active participant every day and ensuring that I am taking care of me because I have learned And my 31 years of existence, ain't nobody, not your fucking parents, not your fucking siblings, not your fucking partner, ain't nobody able to take care of you like you take care of you. You have to put that oxygen mask on first. I have been fucking suffocating, suffocating for 25 years. And this past year has been me putting on my oxygen mask and Now I'm starting to get into place slowly where I'm able to help others put their their mask on too. I really had to step away from that for a long time, which was so hard because my coaching business, you know, like that's who I am, man. Like, let me help you. I, I pour myself into people, but I had to, all I could handle over the last two years was what I needed to do for my kids. That was it barely could handle what I had to do for my clients. I tried so hard and they all understood and they were all so kind. You all are so good to me and care so much and I'm going to cry. So anyway, we're all really stressed. We're all really struggling. We're all really scared as a collective, individually, collectively. We're all so fucking terrified and I want you to know that it's okay to be scared. You can continue to be scared, but we're gonna show the fuck up and do the work 
Anyway, we're going to do it scared. So let's do it scared. So I want to end this episode today with a couple of things that I want you to try. These are such simple, practical tools, you guys. And the reason why I want to start with these like really, really simple ones, you're like, Mallory, that's stupid. I, I want you to realize how truly easy this is. It's not complicated, but the thing is like, okay, it's, it's simple. It is hard. It's not easy, but it's simple in the sense that these little tools, if you keep doing them, if you do the hard work of every day, these little things that you're like, oh, I don't want to. I feel like shit about myself. I don't, you know, the self-loathing tells you it's not worth it. It's not going to work. That's the hard part is doing it anyway. Even though you're scared, even though you're depressed, you're doing it anyway. So these simple things really can work if you, if you do that hard work. So the first thing I want to share with you, you're going to kick me. You're going to be like, shut up, Mallory. I know this, but seriously, slow down your breathing. Love you. Slow down take a pause. It seems so insignificant. It seems like it wouldn't make a difference, but your body responds. Think about this. A lot of us struggle with this philosophical question. Do we control our minds or do our minds control us? Think about this. Just pause right now. I want you to pause and I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose and then I want you to take a deep breath out through your mouth. Now I want you to do it one more time but I want you to focus on this breath coming from your belly, deep, deep, deep in your belly. Don't force it but focus on expanding your belly. So in through your nose and out through your mouth. I can feel it. I can feel my body's reaction. It reminds me of like taming a wild animal, right? I can control my mind and my body. You are in control, but it's learning to work with it. It's learning to tame it, right? I have these negative voices in my head. I have these negative beliefs still stuck in my subconscious mind. I have these uncomfortable sensations that my body just randomly does. And I, I feel like I can't control, but, but what I can control is the next, the next decision, right? The next conscious decision. I can't control the automatic shit but I can control the conscious shit, right? So I consciously decide when I notice that heightened sense, that that sympathetic nervous system, I consciously decide, stop and take a deep breath. Take a few, slow down. And it really does change everything. And I want to say this advice that I've probably shared on here before, but it has stuck with me. This is something that my therapist, I've been seeing this therapist for over six years now. She's got blue hair and a nose ring. She's my, I love her. I think she's my adopted mother in another world. I don't know. But she told me this a long time ago. She said, Mallory, she's teaching me these tools for anxiety. She said, Mallory, you can't just practice the belly breathing and all these other things we're going to talk about. You can't just practice them when you are heightened. 
you know? Like, obviously for me, I was always in that state, but like when it was really bad, when I would get a panic attack, I was like, you can't just practice your belly breathing when you're in a panic attack. You have to practice it when you're in a calmer state, when you're kind of in that stable, like what you're used to state. Practice these tools every day. Just whenever you're throughout the day, just take a minute. Oh, okay, let me stop here and just a few deep breaths. Because I will tell you right now, I hate meditating. I ha- I cannot stand sitting with my legs crossed, setting the timer for 510. Oh my God, even five Five minutes is hell. I love to move. I love to dance. You know, that's something that I've shared so much with you guys. Dance is so meditative for me, moving my body, right? So like for the, just throughout the day, if I can just take a moment, especially when I notice something like, okay, I'm a little heightened, just take a moment, take a few breaths. It does slow you down. And when you keep practicing those little things, they become the automatic thing. They become the automatic thing right? I handle shit so much differently than I used to because now it's more automatic for me to like pause. It's more automatic for me to like, hang on a second. Let's, let's bring ourselves back to baseline, back to that regulated nervous system, right? So you gotta practice it. All right, moving on to the next one. I have had so much fun with this one. Please go do it as soon as you get off this podcast episode. Go listen to a band that like evokes angst, evokes angst in you. For me, it's a lot of different stuff. Honestly, I love screamo. I love hardcore music. Wonder why? Like in my teenage years, I was so angry. I was so angsty. So I loved all the emo hardcore music, but I especially loved Linkin Park. And Linkin Park has this like really special place in my heart. The Hybrid Theory album was an album that got me through really, really, really hard years. And one of my brothers and I have connected deeply with our love for Linkin Park. So Linkin Park is my go-to when I want to rage dance and when I'm feeling just strong, uncomfortable emotions. So it's anger. But again, for me, I've, I've, not been able to feel anger great since being a teenager because I've become so scared of it. So for me, it's like when I feel this sadness, despair, and like I always turn it on myself. So when I feel like I'm being mean to myself, I'm being hurtful to myself, I will rage dance and I will get that negative energy out. So I'll throw on the Hybrid Theory album and I will lock myself in the bathroom somewhere that's, you know, nobody's going to see me, nobody's going to judge me because it's embarrassing as hell if anybody saw me. And I will blast that fucking Linkin Park and I will rage dance my heart out. And I am going to film a demonstration. So I am going to show this to my Fit Life Academy members. So a lot of the things, uh, everything that we are working on right now in Fit Life Academy is bringing more mind and soul components into Fit Life Academy because mind, body, and soul, baby, it's all intertwined. It all has to be included. And so I'm going to demonstrate rage dancing and what I do and what it looks like. I'm going to demonstrate all of the things that you're going to be learning. One thing that breath work that relates to what we were just discussing, like you know, you literally only need to be doing the just slow down with your breaths, focus on, be intentional throughout the day because it does help slow you down. But if you really want to dig into some of the other tools like breath work, where you're literally doing a 30 minute session where you're, you're doing those belly breaths, but you, it's a workout. You start to go really intense into it. I've had the craziest breakthroughs and sensations in breath work sessions. So breath work is another thing that I'm getting certified to facilitate breath work so that we can 
can I can facilitate it in Fit Life Academy and that we can include all of these components in what I've always wanted for Fit Life Academy. And again, I finally have the village. I finally have the support system. I finally have people around me who are capable and, and loving and passionate to do this. So all these things will be included in Fit Life Academy very soon but all you have to do with rage dancing is just whatever you comes up just start you know air punching you can certainly get a pillow we have a punching bag in our garage so i've used that a few times definitely use boxing gloves because that's the thing like if if you're going to be punching something you need to ensure that your anger is a safe emotion to express it's when people don't know how to express anger in a healthy way that it can turn into rage and it can turn into it can turn into aggression and it can hurt other people. And you don't want to hurt yourself and you don't want to hurt other people. So letting go of that anger is so important to do in a healthy way. And so I scream into my pillow, I air punch and just like flail, dance around. Like I'm look, I look like one of those mosh pits from, you know, the hardcore music back in the day. Like I look like I am in one of those mosh pits. Sometimes I'll just go in my car and just scream at the top of my lungs, you know, drive somewhere where nobody's around and just scream and just scream fuck over and over again. Fuck, 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 fuck to at the top of my lungs until I either just don't have anything left in me or I just start busting out laughing or crying you know that release is so important that's what this is all about the breathing the dancing all of the crying I've done all of the talking I've done all of this has been releasing release 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 that is what you do in healing you have to shed so much shit you have to get rid of so much shit and then the good stuff naturally comes in you know like not naturally you do have to be intentional but I've ensured that as I'm shedding all this bad crap, I'm surrounding myself with as much good as I can. So I'm going to end it there for today. I want you to work on checking in on your breath throughout the day, slowing down with that belly breath. Look into breath work if that is something that interests you, but know that it is on the way. If you are already a member of Fit Life Academy, you feel free to harass me and the other coaches. Like if you want to see it ASAP, we just have so many fun projects that we're working on for you guys that you guys are seeing in real time. We're releasing new things for Fit Life Academy every single day right now. It's so incredible. I have a full team now. Like it's not just me doing this alone anymore. It's truly beautiful. And I can't wait to tell you guys more about those things, but we are so busy right now. So yeah, the podcast a little bit inconsistent on recording. I know you guys get it and ultimately just love whenever it, it gets put out. So I love you all so very much. Go rage dance your heart out or just dance. Just go feel and release and let go of so much. Next episode, we're going to have our guest speaker, a therapist come on and talk about more about trauma work and continue on this journey of healing with you all. I'm really, really, really grateful to be able to go on this journey with you all. So thank you and until next time. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.